welcome to Dreamcast Podcast, episode three. I am Joe Rojas. And I'm Martin Giannini. How you doing, dude? I'm, I'm okay, man. I'm like, yeah. I'm getting used to all the success, really. I mean, right. <laughs> it's been a big transition for me, really. I mean, you know, not to say that, I, you know, well, we've all enjoyed our share of success, but I mean, on, on, this, of course. on this level, this has really been, right. I mean, we're only on episode three here, and this has been, I don't know. Maybe at some point we can get into, uh, you know, how we acquired the, um, you know, the godlike powers that that we're using to, right. to to make all this happen. But I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty good, you know, all things considered. Yeah. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm good. I wish I had a private life. You know. I know. I know. That's like I just I hate getting stopped on the street. I just want to go to the store and not have to worry. Yeah. The about being accosted. The personal. So I knew we'd be rich. I knew we'd be, <laughs> right. you know, we'd be obscenely wealthy beyond, you know, but, but the personal fame, usually, you know, producers of musicals or, 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 or people who, you know, are the, the, who are, who are sort of midwifing content to the public don't necessarily achieve personal fame to the extent that, that you and I, um, right. now have that, that's been the biggest surprise, I think. Yeah. And it's a challenge. Yeah. It is a challenge. Yeah. yeah. But one that we're we're up to, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so so, um, you know, it's been in all the newspapers. But you know, do you, sure. you want to do you want to maybe get us through like our, our last um, how our last offering fared? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and for those who don't know, this is a podcast where we take your favorite IPs and raise them to the ground, only to rebuild them as musicals with those uh that we love and respect and who are alive or dead mm-hmm. um and obviously uh, it, and the, the 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 presupposition here is that the the stage musical is the most profitable possible iteration of any intellectual property that that's the right i mean i'm i'm the sur- biggest money maker out there <laughs> it is and the and the lowest <laughs> and the lowest risk it's right. Yeah. I don't know why everything isn't uh, isn't a um, you know a monumental stage musical at this point. It right. Was, oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, um, it'd be great. But yeah. So so last time around we took the um, and that's 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 good. It, it, it's probably important to sort of reintroduce the basic conceit of what we're doing here. Sure. Uh, it, sure. So, yes. Joe and I, if you're just joining us, um, yeah, we we take uh, we take all sorts of creative properties, uh, movies and TV shows, and. Uh, characters and franchises and and things that we mm-hmm. and we sort of re uh, reconceptualize them. Uh, in uh, the idea originally had been sort of just in in other forms, taking things and turning them into other things. We're just sort of a right. a two man transmogrification box, uh, <laughs> a la Calvin and Hobbes. Point of order: sure. We should do Calvin and Hobbes at some point. Um, we should, but. Um, uh, really, what this has turned into is let's t- take things and make musicals out of them, because that is we have to stop lying to ourselves. That's what this is really about. right. We do have to stop. That's <laughs> true. And uh, and last oh. week, um, mm-hmm. first of all, snaps to us, Joe, for you know being consistent, you know, two weeks in a row. Let's you know we'll keep right? we'll keep this up. <laughs> but last week we took the beloved, universally beloved cult classic. Um, uh, Space Jam, and uh, and we basically turned it into a Vegas extravaganza. So how'd that do, Joe? We did. Uh, it did really uh well. There was some riotous conditions in Vegas. Uh, yeah. But for the most part, everything 
uh, it was really, really successful, and it's going to be there. It's going to be in Vegas as long as, you know, Penn and Teller. It's just going to be there forever, and I think a lot of It's already, they're already calling it an in. institution. Right, yeah. right, because we had a, um, we had a casino built just for this show. Um, it is called the Acme Co. Casino. Nice. With the attached Space Jam Arena. Um, so that's where the show lives. Um, do you know what you know what struck me when you told me that that was sort of the you know the the, the are we any better than than Swackhammer himself now? Because look what we've done. We've we've created a a <laughs> we've created a a prison a prison planet as it were uh to right. to to exploit the labor and the uh and the hijinks of our of our of our both both tune and flesh and blood uh employees uh for profit so we you know i never really thought about the moral implications y- of all I this know. um we never we never wait is it what is it <laughs> we were too busy thinking about whether or not we could that we never stopped to think if we should oh my god right that's Right, I... Doctor Doctor Malcolm from Jurassic Park would say, um, <laughs> right. uh, "Yeah." Well, we did. We spared no expense, so no. I guess we have that. <laughs> yes, yes. Our <laughs> our our investor uh, has profited handsomely, so so we, we still have. Uh, we still. I'm not going to say his or her. We have. We still have their full support. Um, we do. And uh, are we? Are we? Do we? Do we want to sort of drop the pseudonym? This is uh, that we're just. That we've been yeah. kicking around. This isn't really, yeah. Mister Fliff, Mister Fliff, Mister. He will go by from henceforth known as Mister Fliff or Ms. Fliff, as it yeah. were, because he's not necessarily right. He or she is not necessarily, you know, a man. Um, sure, but um, but yeah, henceforth, henceforth to be known. Um, and yeah, yeah. So so yeah. we we spared no expense. You got to spend money to mm-hmm. make money, and yep. now we're packing them in and. Um, the uh, you know I, I believe there's an Asian company uh, you know that we're we're going to open in uh, uh, in in Macau. Um, yes, that's uh, right. You know, shortly um, take the profits, mm-hmm. reinvest them. You know, in a sure thing, and and uh, yeah. you know it'll it'll expand from there. So um, got to keep it rolling. Got to yeah, exactly as they say in Vegas. Right. Yeah. As they say in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about critically? See, what happened? Critically, how did it do? Critically. Here's the thing. Uh, there was some confusion at the uh, opening night um, uh, curtain, and our favorite uh, New York Times reviewer, Ben Brantley, wasn't actually able to see the show. Mm. Um, so he was sort of boxed out, as it were, unfortunately. I think um, I think Ben Brantley would, would explode into a like cloud of dust if he ever were to have to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> But right, I think he might neither here nor there. Um, right. So who wait? Who so who reviewed the show? Um, interestingly enough, another uh, curmudgeon in a different industry or a different uh, type of uh, kind of creative industry. Uh, Stephen A. Smith reviewed the show. <laughs> nice. And he's uh, one of my favorite people to listen to rant about things. Noted contrarian Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> right. Oh, I love that. Because whether or not he's wrong about anything, he's he has the conviction in whatever he's saying. Oh my god, which is great. Yeah, you know? he's legendary in that regard. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, he he reviewed the show. Um. And I have a a pull quote from it. Oh, good. That I got from ESPN today. Um. He says, 
It's damn disgusting that our society has been pulled through the black hole of social media and selfies. I miss the days when athletes were athletes and actors were actors. If I'm alone on this, I'll retire. I'll quit today. Get at me on Twitter. Let me know. Somebody's gotta do something. Blake Griffin, you're a basketball player. CP3, I've got insurance and it's not because of you. Where's your integrity? We have some of NBA's biggest stars going AWOL just for the money some Vegas remake of Space Jam has to offer. You are employees of the NBA. You have responsibility to the fans who support you. Be men. Otherwise, space travel to Moron Mountain and don't come back. Mm. A little. So he was a little yeah, upset. Yeah, a little little sort of like, you know, heteronormative prejudice there at the end, too. Like, they, right. they can't be men because they're in our, they're in our stage musical. And I, I guess I'll not. also say, Stephen A., they are playing basketball. They are playing basketball. Yeah. They're playing basketball every night. They're playing basketball right. eight shows a week. I don't remember the last time there were yeah. eight basketball games played in an NBA regular season week. <laughs> so, you know, chew on that. Also, anyway, no, I actually, I'm really pleased. Right. I'm really pleased that he doesn't like it because that probably means that it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he. Yeah, I mean, it's also, I think the show's doing much more for basketball than than it uh then they would then basketball is doing it for itself at the moment certainly know? more and than Stephen a smith is doing for it certainly more. certainly more. yes yeah well well that's good though i mean that's listen it's nice, yeah. nice to get Stephen a in the mix yeah yeah anyway any any, any other space jam recap um the uh we had to have the national guard out to oh. kind of keep people out of the the strip for the uh for the opening night party nice um yeah, the entire NBA came, all of the teams. Oh shit! Which was great. Yeah. So it was like um, it was like All Star Weekend. It was like it was All Star Weekend. Nice. Um, there, you know, were slight riotous conditions because people had some serious FOMO of not being able to sort of hang out with all these uh, super awesome athletes and cartoons. Um, the, the cartoons and, attended the the actual cartoons attended. Yeah. So we had like we did our hard light hologram trick. Yeah, just had them walking around. Yes, nice, absolutely. You know, um, I really like any time that we can invoke martial law in a city as a result of our. <laughs> we get yeah, yeah. That that's that's the sign of success, I think. To it be. feels good. Yeah, you know, it feels good. It feels good when we can have like tanks rolling down the street because right. we wanted to have a party. Uh, right. Oh man. Um, and let's see. Uh, last bit of Space Jam news. Uh, Luke Walton is demanding to be a part of the production somehow. Oh. So. Wait, we are trying to contend with that. Did, um, I, I, I kind of want to. Th- that's that's on us. That's on us. <laughs> it is on because us. because he should have been. It's a, that's that was a we massive oversight. A huge over. Yeah, it was a mistake on our part. Yeah. So um, we're gonna have to make that right one way or the other. Right. I don't know. What do you think? EP EP credit. Yeah, we have to. I guess. I think he may want more something more like involved in that. Maybe he can. I don't know. Right. Design the back of the DVD cover or something. I don't know. You know, we could have um, we could bring him in as one of the basketball players, perhaps maybe for a the the anniversary production. Joe, Who knows? Joe, Joe, he's a head coach now. He, he I know he's a head coach. He's he's beyond that. Like you know, we got <laughs> right. Yeah, um, he is a head coach. Well, that is yeah. Um, yeah, I feel bad now, but uh, that's okay. We'll make it right. We'll make it right with Luke, right. one of our right. friend of the pod, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, we'll. We'll use we'll use our reach to uh, to make sure. it, make good with Luke. Um, so what's right. uh, what are we doing? What are we doing this week? 
Um, we are doing another surefire success. Yes. Um, you know, or we're going to create one. And you know what's a really good idea? What? Um, making a big budget mm-hmm. superhero themed <gasps> musical. That's like a can't. I can't believe no one's ever thought of doing that before. Like, right. Like yeah. taking a beloved comic book franchise cornerstone and sure. designing an absurdly high budget uh, stage musical, like non-traditional stage musical extravaganza right. around that character. That could not possibly fail. Why has nobody done that before? No. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. Yeah. And comic book heroes are so hot right now. You know? They're so, this is yeah. This is the time to pull the trigger mm-hmm, on it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Also, make like really, really intricate and complicated like flying patterns because that technology yes. has been perfected and nobody will get hurt. Nobody will get hurt. Yeah. There's no need for hazard pay. No, no not is, at all. Not at all. And the, bud- you know, the budget, like what we write down now, is going to remain the budget. It will not extrapolate and balloon out of control. No. no certainly no, not. No, no. Wait, so what, what, are, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Dude, we are talking about Batman. The musical. Yeah! I love it. Of course we are. Of course we are. Who else could it be? Yeah. Because there is a right? Superman the musical. There is. That's right. From like it's... way back in the what? 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. And there is, of course, there is, of course, the other, the other one. The other. The other one. Right. <laughs> oh, did you ever see that one, man? I... Turn off un- the dark? Unfortunately, wasn't able to see it. Uh, um. Yeah, you know... It... Was it good? Did you like it? We're talking of Spider uh, about Spider Man. Yeah, we're Spider Man. Turn off the dark. The U two right. uh, slash Julie Taymor. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, musical <laughs> comic book Fantasia, which is not to say. <laughs> right. I mean, I think that's the second time. I, I think that that's the second Julie Taymor musical that I've referred to as a Fantasia on this show. <laughs> and I think that's because anytime Taymor is 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 involved with anything, it's not. It's no longer a musical, but I think you have to classify it as a Fantasia. Um, right. It yes. was. Uh, here's what I liked. I liked Patrick Page, the great, the great mm-hmm. classical um, American classical actor Patrick Page, who has, you know, played the Green Goblin and just right. chewing the scenery like like a monster. I mean, he was just having the time <laughs> of his life, and it was infectious. And he actually did the same thing with um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, um, which I think was oh. quite a bit better as a as a musical like period right but um right. he played count not frodo frollo <laughs> can't really Fro- the characters is that, is, that, Fro- is that right frollo <laughs> um i think it might be frollo but it, the, you know the, the evil magistrate um dude yeah um and yeah. that was patrick page also and like just plays this right. this heavy you know kind of like mad laughing malevolence you know he's anyway love it so so that i enjoyed the hell out of spider-man for that reason um other than that okay. it was you know yeah i i think i think maybe this will go in maybe a different direction um sure let's hope right so yeah so where i don't know where do we where do we begin with this because this is a big thing to bite off and you know it is a big thing to bite off congrats on getting the rights though by the way thank you there was uh really uh, it was difficult but um we uh we put Mr. Fliff to work, and mm-hmm. uh, he was able to make it happen. Yeah. He just backed that dump truck of money up to yep. DC Comics, and, you know, <laughs> what are they going to do? We just, finan- we just do? financed the next, like, two Affleck sequels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. 
I think my one of my main goals is I definitely want to take the musical. I want to take the fans who like Batman, who, who love Batman. I want to take it, take it, take them seriously and treat them to something that um, deserves the weight that it that it's going to carry. And I think we have to start with. Um, did you ever watch Batman the animated series? Like in the nineties, I'm familiar up. with it. I know, like the artistic, like I, like you say that, and I know, like I, a picture pops into my head. I know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I don't. I definitely watched it at some point, but I don't right. like have a an intimate working knowledge with it. Maybe that the same way that other people might. Um, Got it. But uh, I also just want to say, I, I I'm so I feel so safe in your hands, Joe. I mean, <laughs> I'm certainly not the first person to say that, but. You know, <laughs> but I mean, like I'm gonna treat you right. Yeah, 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 exactly. I feel just so I feel so taken care of. <laughs> but you are a you are a Batman aficionado. Uh, have been for as long as I've known you, and, and you are a, you are a, you are a comic book and a superhero aficionado. So so I know yes, that absolutely. that you are you are going to, as you said, you know, treat this with the sensitivity uh, that it deserves. So um, of course, yeah. So Batman the animated series. I I I know there have been a few of those, and I remember mm-hmm. I remember you know, watching it as a kid, but, um, but yeah, what, what, um, why do you bring it up? I bring it up because I think as a, as a cartoon, um, made for children, it dealt with a lot of adult ideas and it was a very dark show. Um, more often than it was, uh, like a bright, happy show. And it, and it introduced us to probably one of the best, uh, most recognizable Batman voices. Uh, his name is Kevin Conroy, mm-hmm. and he's voiced Batman in from the start of that series, in various animated movies, in all of the Batman video games, um, and it also showed us the voice acting chops of Mark Hamill, and he voices the Joker. Oh yeah, that's right. I think I knew that. So- yeah, and uh, man, what a cool, what a great. Uh, what a great Joker that he creates. His voice is uh, is amazing. What I what I think that the that what I like about this, I guess, is that like there have been so many iterations of the Batman character and, and franchise and, and etc. And they have ranged from like silly and light and absurd, like you know Batman mm-hmm. the, the the Adam West TV show in the sixties, all all of that <laughs> right. nonsense. You know, and I would I would put like Batman Forever sort of on that side of the spectrum of it being oh, kind of like yes, you know, and then on the other end you've got like Batman Begins and The Dark Knight and like the right. Christopher Nolan Batman that is basically mm-hmm. like it's a philosophy primer. Um, you yeah. know, it is so it's not just dark; it's adult and it's like broad in scope and sort of the the the. In, like a lot of the, like a lot of Christopher Nolan and a lot of the sort of like the right. superhero reboots that we've seen come out of, of film um, in the last mm-hmm. couple of decades really deal like fundamentally with the, the superhero's role in, in modern mythology and in sure. sort of the, how, how and why human beings tell stories to themselves. Um, right. And what you seem to be saying, and I, and I, I think I agree with what I know is that Somehow, Batman the animated series seemed to be a sort of halfway point between those two because it still is funda- it fundamentally is meant to entertain. It's telling a sort of yeah. serialized story about a a character that's familiar, but it's also not shying away from sort of the broader um, conversations or or topics that that 
the character mm-hmm. sort of suggests. So it sort of does a little oh, bit totally. of both, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, the the idea of uh, just a superhero in general, and, and as you said, you know why why we tell stories about ourselves, um, mm-hmm. depending on where we are in history. I think superheroes have definitely played a um, a role in how we uh, on how we digest whatever's going on at the moment. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think now more than ever, the escapism provided by a by a, a superhero um, IP mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. Uh, is probably more more prudent than than not. Um, this is definitely a moment for. <laughs> allegory uh right, and of course. Uh, and a moment for for escapism both um yeah and it's sometimes easier to confront truths about our society when 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 filtered through uh you know a a sort of the the context of a of a of an allegory or a you know a, a sort of an avatar um sure than it is to confront head-on um, yeah, <laughs> but no, it is, it's, and we, we can't, I mean, they're better, you know, smarter people than us or, or certainly than me have, right. you know, have, um, have discussed this, but like, yeah, right. like the, the specific codification and like vocabulary of the super, like the sort of po like the 20th century American superhero, like right. there have always been like, you know, stories told about extraordinary people or even, or, or of gods or of whatever, mm-hmm. but that it, it, American sort of storytelling and American literary tradition or, or, or popular literary tradition, which is really all comic books are, right. codified this idea of a superhero. I guess I, I was Superman the first. I don't, I don't really know, but, and it's all sort of grown out from there. And that's this very right. unique, comfortable way we have of, of working out this sort of social, our social frustrations and our aspirations uh, through these right. these figures that that are bound up with all of this this stuff we have about ourselves, right? right. You know, and Batman and certainly serves like a specific purpose in in that right. universe. It's, yeah, and we've always sort of looked to the skies for answers, right? You know, we've looked for we've just we've looked for someone to or something to uh kind of fix stuff or make things right um or serve serve justice as needed and i think that's that could be anybody could be superhero could be uh it's you know it's very much could be god for people Mm -hmm. um and but i i think we are i think we're getting actually serious Uh, i want to not I want to yeah. get back to some <laughs> is, some funny goofs. This is some know? good. This is some good, good, funny uh, radio we've right, got going right. here. Um, but I was just I was just going to say too that like just in sort of shaping our, our direction here is that is that Batman is is like what you just described is sort of you know justice and help like coming from the skies right. or whatever. That's a very sort of like there's the light and the dark of the superhero, right? And Batman sure. is very much like an avatar of revenge. And of oh, yeah. punishing the wicked, you know, and uh, I don't know sort of where, where, where that leaves us, but like it, having a, I don't know, like, I don't know. You're right. This isn't funny. Let's, let's get back right. up to it. Like, 
Um, but you know, he's he's a he's a human and fallible, right? Exactly. So that, that's exactly. you know, which is good though, in that because sense. all right. So so but now we're turning back into like you know we're, we're trying to square this with the the tradition of of musicals and mm-hmm. um you know like are the the central figures in you know in the musical theater tradition do occasionally tend to be these sort of like uh sort of superhuman allegorical like Jean Valjean is <laughs> right, to- right is completely a superhero <laughs> like a hundred percent yeah um so less you know maybe not like the next next thought that you would have but like Guido Contini in nine you know sort of a different kind of oh. they're these like you know you have these yeah. sort of singular figures that like dominate the landscape and that are you know kind of rise from like the smoldering you know uh beams that have collapsed upon them you know at the end <laughs> yeah triumphant or whatever um so right. there's a part there's a there's a place for this there's a place there's a way to square the idea of the superhero with the like tradition of of, of central figures in musicals right yeah yeah um and i think we uh where can we start i think we could start with um Start with the musical team. Oh, who's gonna who's okay. gonna create the music for this? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we can't. Um, ha- I have a, I have oh yeah, a few ideas. No, it's just B- Bono and the Edge. What about them? Bono and the Edge. <laughs> they're probably they're probably not doing anything right now, right? <laughs> That's right. We can uh, sign on. Like, so we know <laughs> Spider Man didn't work out, but um, right. No, um, no. I I you 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 go ahead. You probably have actually a, 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 an idea. Well, let's see. I mean, it's if we if we go for the traditional mu- um like a musical theater team, one of my uh favorite shows that I've seen in the last 10 years or so uh was Next to Normal. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, um that music is great. I love I love that cast recording. Um I think the uh the creative team behind that, uh, I have it as Brian Yorkie. And Tom Kitt. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, um, I think they would do. I think they could, they could create a a compelling, you know, book, uh, book and um, and music, you know, setup for for Batman. I think they'd be well. It's got that well dr- that driving guitar and um, uh, you know, that sort of rock feel to it. Like it, it doesn't. Oh yeah. Make it, it could be like a yeah. I, so that's and I, I yeah. What I would sort of I was thinking along the same lines. I was thinking um, uh, uh, Benj Pasek and Justin Paul, who wrote Dear Evan Hansen. Um, okay. You know, which is, a, it's it's similar. Um, right. Um, similar kind of to, I guess, I guess you could call it similar to Next to Normal in that it, it has that kind of like very lyrical, but also very, um, very driving and very sort of like modern feeling, modern sounding um, yeah, sort yeah. of aesthetic to it. Um, but do you think this should be a, a, a like a, a normal book musical or or something that's sung through? Uh, I think, um, I mean, I imagine Batman's going to have some really kick-ass lines to say, and depending on how the music's written, you know, I don't want that to be lost. I don't want some you know some really cool Batman quotes to be lost in lost in song basically but i think some of it has to be do you mean like dope, be dope one-liners text. or do you mean like yeah or do you mean like like dark monologues of intent 
<laughs> I like, think I'm probably a little both, but I mean, <laughs> mostly the dope one-liners, right? Well, you can always have like the music drop out and have it like just like like have that you know have that moment, and then like music like stings back in, you know? Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I okay. What do we think for um, what is his vocal type? Because the tradition or the convention, <laughs> the last few movies has all been like this. Sounds like sort of Alec Baldwin, you know, Jack Donaghy, sort of like <laughs> right. husky baritone whisper. Um, right, just doesn't really lend itself necessarily to a to a <laughs> to a. Do you know? I don't know, but like, so so what is he a rock tenor or is he? Well, I don't know. What do you think? Ah, uh, see, I don't, I don't think. Um, I mean, maybe his. I don't picture him singing really, really high. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's not the vocal quality that I would think him to sing but i want someone who when they're singing that the high note in whatever song that they're singing mm-hmm. that we know it's a struggle but like he he hits it you know he he's just right on the edge of cracking but he just hits that note i want to see the <laughs> that's a t- the struggle that's a tough thing you know? to aim for i want to i want to cast someone who sounds like they're struggling to hit the note but still is right. able to hit it eight shows a week right. i don't i don't want any call outs um, right, no call. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I get uh, that. Like, yeah, is there such thing as like a rock bass? Oh God, there's got to be. That's got to. I'm sure. Yeah, we could. Well, we can create it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, oh, a rock bass voice. That'd be. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like what? Like like. Be tight. What about like? I mean, he's not. He's not a wouldn't be a rock base. What like Chris Cornell, like Soundgarden, like that kind of thing, you know? Oh yeah. He's got some, got some beef to the sound, but he's also like, you know, he's, he's, he has an enormous range. I don't know. Right. We could, Uh, (laughs) that's not a really good idea. We're not even in casting yet, but like, okay, we're able to take people from any point in their career. Right. Oh yeah. You know, of course. Yeah. I kind of want like 1982, circa 1981, 1982, Mandy Patinkin as Batman. Oh my gosh, dude! Because he would eat the. I mean, he would just be like he'd be crawling around like the proscenium, like a like an insect. He'd be so dude, like he totally would. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, Though I do want to save casting Batman until the, the very last. No, you're, thing. I'm sorry, I completely jumped it. But yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good idea. Mm. Um, let's see the, the only other two musical ideas uh, quickly that I had as far as people writing the music for it. Um, Nick Cave, I think would do some, a dope musical treatment for Batman. Um, that's sort of the, the type of creative energy that I picture this show presenting. Um, okay. Okay. yeah, Yeah. I think he can do it. Uh, My Chemical Romance, I think would be. If you were gonna Super go that sort of well. pop, uh, yeah, that sort of pop thing, um, right? Oh man, um, okay. What about? Okay, I have two ideas um, okay. that are very different ideas. Um, Lay them on me. But I think that you could pretty quickly like imagine what the what the result would be like. What mm-hmm. if you went to Kanye West and you said, "Kanye, can I call you Kanye?" I can I want. Can I call you Kanye? I can. Great, thank you. Um, <laughs> is this water for just anyone, or can I? Can I? Okay, we will. Um, 
How would you like to musicalize Batman? Like, and you also get to play Batman. <laughs> you you would have you would have to offer that because there's no way it gets done otherwise, right? But right, he he demanded. I think no, it would be rad though, right? I think it would be a great it Batman. Be... And then it's sort of the again. Whole... I think we'd have to have a minder. I think we'd have to have someone to just tend to him all the time. I think we would actually have to go beyond that because, like, he doesn't show <laughs> like he doesn't show up to like sold out arenas like that he or he'll like yeah. perform for fifteen minutes and then leave like this. So I think what we would actually have to do is we'd have to have rather than just a typical sort of cover or understudy we would need right. to have um we would need to have like 10 body doubles like at <laughs> any given point just like standing like ready body and like doubles that we'd also i don't know but they'd maybe be of like voice doubles or whatever but right. i don't know we'd have to figure some way to we'd have to have multiple con- contingencies uh Oh yeah. For if and when Kanye decides he's not going to show up that night or that month right, or whatever, right? Um, Which would most certainly happen. But you would also have. I mean, if you were to write it, though, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like Life of Pablo. Like, except you right. know, Life of Batman. Um, <laughs> uh, Life of. Bruce. I think he'd take it seriously. I think he'd really. He'd take the I'd be writing part seriously. See what a Batman musical written by him. Yeah. yeah he, so and the other the other idea is like LCD sound system or something like that. Oh, I totally had had that thought as well you know absolutely um like that would be rad because they also oh, yeah. have a they also have a kind of a weird like don't you think they have kind of like a gotham city feel to them sometimes they're just because they totally they're, do yeah they're so new york they're so sort of like right you know they're sort of so lower manhattan you know kind mm-hmm. of like thing to them um there's a darkness there um but it's also right. effervescent um, mm-hmm. I don't know, so that kind of could be a cool idea. Um, Dude, we could have them on stage as the band, the whole Titus LCD sound system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be rad. That would be rad, actually. No, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be that'd be like that's like the idea they had with Bono and the Edge, except like better. It's like good, right? You know, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're so we're so much smarter than other people. We're so much smarter. I can't. Oh, oh man, that's great. Um, okay, cool. All right, so we have some really good options here. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, who do we, you know, what kind of characters are we having besides Batman? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to decide who to cast. I have uh, a cursory list of, of characters that I think would make uh, really good musical theater uh, characters for this show. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I have Commissioner Gordon, Penguin, Joker, Bane, Catwoman, Alfred and uh robin okay of course batman so i think uh i think i could round out you know our cast there um cool let's start with commissioner gordon commissioner gordon yes um okay do you want to go first sure um i have three ideas for this let's uh start with the first one uh do you know who peter weller is no Tell me who Peter Weller is. Peter <laughs> Weller is the he's he's a uh, in one of my favorite movies, and he plays RoboCop. So he has a um, he has that he knows how to present the bottom half of his face really well, just like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um. Anyway, I I picture him as uh, I think he'd be a great Bruce Wayne Batman, or sorry, or Commissioner Gordon rather. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. He kind of looks like a cop, 
and he's played many cops in other movies uh, besides just RoboCop. That is a look, uh-huh. isn't it? The cop yeah. look. Yeah. Yeah. It is. A, yeah. And he has a great cop look. Um, but yeah, Peter Weller for sure. Um, okay. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him now, and I see, I see what you mean. I like it. I like right. it. Um, mm-hmm. What about? And maybe this goes against, like, maybe I should save this for somebody else. But like, what about Christopher Maloney? Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's done a lot of cop stuff, right? He's done some Law and Order. Yeah, um, right. He's a little sort of tougher, and like, there's a there's a wild oh, card sort of craziness to him. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Oh, ooh! Speaking of wild card, right? Is is Charlie Day too young? How are we set? Like what? What? Because I know that like they they set Batman at various points, and like you know sometimes sure. they're all young, and sometimes they're all sort of right. middle aged. Um, mm. I don't know. I feel like Charlie Day would be awesome as as, as as Commissioner Gordon. As Commissioner Gordon, yeah, in a trench coat. In a trench coat, yeah. That's how he wears I, trench coats so well. He does. He so does. yeah. Um. I don't, so, do you have anyone else? Um, yeah, I think um, Alec Baldwin would be a great Commissioner Gordon. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if we were going, like, if we were going, like, realistic casting choices, potentially, I was going right. to say Danny Burstyn. Okay. Um, the, the, the well-known uh, theater actor and uh, Tony winner. Um, I forget what he won a Tony for. Um He's been nominated many times. I'm 90% sure that he's won. Embarrassed that right. that's not certainty. <laughs> um, he would be a great, like, realistic Commissioner Gordon in a... Oh, yeah, you just he give would. Him, you just give him the stash. But, right. you know, I like Alec Baldwin, too. Oh, yeah. Well, because you're also thinking, like, there's going to be some comic relief to it. And sure, yeah. Baldwin in... Um, in the departed playing like the, the, the police chief or whatever, not the, the chief, oh but like the right. department head or whatever. Right. That was, right. that was one of the great performances. Um, oh yeah. It's <laughs> cool. 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 So, all right, let's, let's go, let's go Baldwin for sure. Yeah. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, penguin. Who do we have as a penguin? Hmm. I have, um, I'm going to throw out a name. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna let. I want you to let me know what you think. Uh, John Leguizamo. Yes, and yes, <laughs> yes and. also yes <laughs> to him in that role. But I also think he should probably also be the Joker somehow. I think John Leguizamo yeah. should probably be all of the Batman villains, and I think that it's a failure. <laughs> It's a failure of all of us as a society that we've gone this far without John Leguizamo playing a Batman villain. Like, look at right. his face. He's already basically a Batman villain. Like, yeah, he already, totally. like, God put him into the world with the face of somebody <laughs> made to be a Batman villain, and it hasn't right. happened yet, and that's obscene. I mean, <laughs> and also, I, can I just say, like, yes, I, I've worked with John Leguizamo. He's, he is, that's right. He is a wonderful dude. A consummate right. stage professional and right. a like an incredibly hardworking actor. He would murder this th- this part. He totally would. I think I think Leguizamo. I know that we're going out of sequence here. No I, worries. I want to put him up for the Joker, right? Okay. So the Penguin, the Penguin should be a portly gentleman. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, no. I mean, not it doesn't all. necessarily need to be, but... No. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, Portly is good. What about David Wayne? Not Portly, but like the director, right. the director David Wayne. He directed like Stella and like the Baxter and like Wet Hot American Summer and right all that's uh, that's a little obscure. Sorry, but like <laughs> um, he's kind of hysterical and great. And that whole sort of like group of I've said I have those people in my mind. Like Zach Morth right. could also do it. Um, oh yeah, but uh, da, 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 da. Um, oh, and then you can always I mean like I feel like we need to have like josh gad in like a in a glass case that we just break oh he'd be so good as oh (laughs) he's like (laughs) josh gad would be great as he's a great portly uh everyman you know he and and he has like tremendous comic uh what was the guy who won the tony for he's the guy that won the tony for um putnam counting spelling bee uh, as uh, as the guy uh, oh, Barfoy or whatever. Okay. Right, right. Um, hang on a second. La, 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 la. Um. Yeah, I'm checking this out too. Let's see. Because that guy would have been great. Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler. Okay. Um, and he has he has sort of fallen on hard times. I feel like we could get mm-hmm. him for cheap. Um. Right. <laughs> so. Um. Uh, harder oh. times. I'm sure he's doing quite well, but you know what I mean. Like he's, right. He's no longer. He won a Tony Award, and then he did. Right. He did ball. He did balls of fury. The 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 ping. That's pong, right. He did balls of fury. The ping pong movie, and I don't think I've heard of him <laughs> since. So, I'm just gonna, right. maybe he's still doing very well. I don't know. Right. Um. Uh. So. So yeah. So there's that. Um. That? Dan Fogler. Dan Fogler. Josh Gad. Um. Would be pretty pretty great. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. You got another one, or should we move on? Um, uh, really quickly, I think, um, man, I for some reason pictured, uh, picture Penguin as as thin in this role, but it's to- Portly is totally appropriate, and that probably needs to happen. I had Adrian Brody down. I think he'd be a good Penguin. You're you're a weirdo, man. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, that's just weird from the very just from the standpoint of him of penguins. Penguins are not thin. I know. I penguins themselves. I, Right, penguins themselves are not thin. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, have you seen a penguin? Um, if you see some thin penguins, like call you know, call someone because that's not right. Call somebody. Call some. Um, I I like. All right, so so far, you your two your two penguin submissions, right? I, I feel are not a penguin appropriate, but you are definitely definitely like sniffing up the right. Batman villain tree. Right. Adrian Brody is for sure like a a a something. I don't know. Yeah, he is. A, yeah, he is within the milieu of this Batman idea. Absolutely. Can I suggest something a little bit outside the box? Yes. Jackie Hoffman. Jackie Hoffman. She she she's a woman, and right. if you'll Google her or something right now, you'll know who I'm talking about. She is a hilarious lady. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, she also born to be a Batman villain, and I think that we should uh, we should holy crap we should shoehorn yes. her into one of these roles. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, that's so, yeah. I like that. I like she's that. a Batman villain. Um, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, let's do. All right, we got to get through these cats. Okay, Joker. 
you know, you know my, you know my opinion on this. You right. already, you already said him. It's John. Le- yes, we did. It's say Johnny it. Legs, John Leguizamo, like yeah, done, John offer Legs. out. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, pl- please proceed, Governor. Okay, right. I think I, I just have one name, and I think it might get us some street cred for this show. Nice. What about Michael Cerverus? In reality. Yeah. In reality, yes. In our universe where we can make you know no, no, not even in reality. In any reality, in any of uh, any iteration of the multiverse, I want Johnny Jonathan Jonathan Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> I want Jonathan Leguizamo playing the Joker in, in right. any iteration. Um but I'll tell you what, I I think there's also a a, a role for um for Mike Cerberus as well. Right. Huntington, West Virginia's own Michael Cerberus. Um, and, and I think that that is Alfred. Oh, you know, wouldn't Dude, he, like, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't he be great? Wouldn't like his like economy of movement, like pay off hugely as Alfred. Absolutely. It would. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Dude, that's tight. Yeah. Do you, what, what are your Alfreds? Uh, my Alfreds are, um, I just have again just one name, and I would be bringing someone back to life. Yes, I love when you uh, do for that. this role. I like Jimmy Stewart as Alfred. Well, of course we're gonna do that. <laughs> Never mind, Michael Cerverus. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Go Michael back to Cerveris waiting by your understudy. phone. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go back. To, go back to not getting hired all the time, Michael Cerverus. Right. <laughs> That's funny because my service works constantly. Um, right. Uh, yes, Jimmy Stewart, back from the dead. Right? I love it. Yes, back from the dead, Jimmy Stewart, most definitely. Great. Um, cool, 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 cool. Okay, what what's next? And what's next? Um, I think we need to cast. Uh, we need to have our obligatory rock part. Oh shit, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Um, let's put him as Bane. I guess. You know? I, I mean... Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. We can't show... We can't not show off those muscles. You know what I mean? We can't not show... Can we Can we somehow make him the guy who kicks Bane's ass? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe just... Here's what I'm thinking. I don't want The Rock to be Bane... I don't want Bane to be the... No, I don't want The Rock to be Bane because <laughs> then I'm going to have to root against The Rock and that is going to give me brain bubbles. I'm yeah, gonna, I I'm never gonna get do that. the bends from that. Um, <laughs> it's really gonna like mess with me, and I'm not gonna be able to enjoy my theatrical right. experience. No. So, I say, just like mm-hmm. Bane is about to break Batman's back over his knee, yep. and who's that coming down the house left aisle? <laughs> but Dwayne the Wayne Johnson, right? Um, you know. And and he like just like like a like a wrestling like can't be like oh like, oh my oh my god like what oh my god that's right that's the rocks music what oh, yeah. what it, what the show stops and the, the, show, rocks the, show stops. the house lights come up <laughs> the yes. ro- the rock holding a handheld microphone addresses right. Bane from the back of the house <laughs> and then rushes the stage and um okay this is dark. What if he right. literally kills the actor playing Bane? <laughs> <laughs> and we just have to recast it. 
every you know right what if it's an accident and or yeah we just recast him just we like, can do um, whatever we want is we've established <laughs> this is also for anyone listening at home this was the moment where we went mad with power we did this is the moment this is the moment <laughs> um and we just but you know we paid them handsomely like we pay like we'll we'll have like indigent people like take like right. you know people who are like you know up to their eyeballs in debt. And we're like, we're going to take care of all your debt. We're, your family's never going to have to worry about money again, but you're going right. to have to sacrifice yourself for the good of Batman, <laughs> Batman the musical into the, the gaping soul furnace that is Batman the musical. Um, right. Maybe um, it's like the, the, the prestige, you know? He, he has, yeah, uh, oh, totally. You know, just creates these clones of himself and has to kill them every night. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, and we have to keep it under the, uh, yeah, exactly, because it's part of the things. Like, how did they, how did they make how it look? They... <laughs> like... Right. We also have to get the. We, we probably have to lie to the Rock because there's no way that the Rock would be down with just like killing eight dudes a week, like for right, real. Yeah, like he no, no, no. They're not, fine. Not it's the same guy every night. Like right. <laughs> it's a special effect that you you can't right. see. <laughs> yes. All right. So all right. Um, so Bane is going to be a rotating, a rotating cat, a rotating uh, series of drifters. Sure. Um, uh, to be dispatched in the second act by The Rock. Right. Good. Okay, we got that. I'm glad we got that squared away. Me too. I feel really good about you know. that. Yes. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's do Catwoman. Ooh. Slash Selena Kyle. Hmm. Hmm. I have, I think, the choice. I think I have the moneymaker for this. Um. But before I present it, I want to ask you if you have any submissions for that. You better go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um, do you know who Kimiko Glenn is? I'm about to find out. She was in Waitress. She played Dawn. And she was... Oh, I've seen uh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's great. Oh, yes. Yes. I think she'd be a kick-ass Catwoman. I am... 100% down. Yes. And has there been an Asian American Catwoman before? No. I do not believe there has. Okay. I like that too. I I like oh, that man. a great deal. And this will yes, and she obviously has the stage chops. Yes. Um she's a Broadway veteran. Um mm-hmm. Boston Conservatory apparently. Hang on. Yeah. Let me see if I have any mutual friends with her on Facebook for real. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> Uh, send her the invite. Send her. Okay. To send her the Kimiko offer. Glenn, <laughs> how would you like to go to? How would you like to be in the only part you'll ever need? You'll to ever play? need to play again, ever. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do have some mutual friends with her. Okay, cool. Do you? Oh, yeah. Tight. All right. So yeah. So so we get it in. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Okay, Kimiko, we're coming for you. You're a cat woman. Remember, there are no refusals. <laughs> you're gonna have to That's watch. She's the, been chosen. You're gonna have to watch The Rock do some disgusting things <laughs> every night. Um, yes. And like, yeah, and rub rub his shoulders as he as he sobs to himself backstage yes. at what he's become and what we've done. Right. At what we've done to him. I never wanted to be a stage actor. He says, um, <laughs> "Cool. All right. I like that. That's a really good. Yeah. One. Well done." Um, all right. What else do we have? Uh, let's do uh, Robin. 
Robin okay. Grayson. Mm. So, Robin. I Fine. have, when I thought about this, I thought there are two Tony Award nominated, actually possibly three Tony Award nominated actors in the in in just in the best supporting actor category um that could um in this year uh for best supporting actor in a musical that could that could play robin for us and do so very very well sure um i think gavin creel could do it very well um yeah i'm looking at the pictures of all the nominees right now oh yeah gavin gavin creel uh, is currently in hello dolly but he was been you know he's Mm -hmm. been in hair he's been he's been in a million things he's a terrific singer and you know, uh, he's probably a little more mature now than I'm thinking of him as. I think of him as <laughs> right. a, as a younger dude, but you know, I think of myself as a younger dude, and that's <laughs> right. fast not becoming the case. Um, <laughs> and uh, Lucas Steele, um, who's also you know he's a little you know he's a little older than us, you know, but he's uh, right. he has a very fresh, youthful face. Um, sure, from the Great Comet and a, a terrific mm-hmm. uh, voice, and. The but the the thing that I and it's really more because I I want I almost as a default see him wearing like the Robin costume and I don't know why it is. Right. Um, Andrew Rannells from TV's Girls oh. and also from oh. the Book of Mormon and other things. Right. Yeah. Of course he'd be a good Robin. Wouldn't wow. he be great? Wouldn't he be great? And oh, and we can use our magical powers, our god powers. And sure. we can make him, you know, whatever age appropriate it is. Because he's a, you know, oh, yeah. he's a grown-ass man at this point. I mean, he's you know, a young dude, but he's not, Robin's supposed to be, I don't know, Robin's supposed to be a kid, right? right? Or something. Right. I mean, yeah. Kid, he, he kid adjacent. Be good, depending on where he, we sit the, you know, sit the storyline, you know, Robin could be, you know, any age. It doesn't, we do whatever we want. That's the thing. But I like Andrew Rannells, though. I do like Andrew Rannells. Mm. Oh man. Okay. Well, for the sake of just offering other ideas, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, my ideas. What about uh, Shia LaBeouf? Has he has he done that already somehow somewhere? Has he played Robin? Not to my knowledge. The beef would be good. He'd be super good. He plays. He's got right. that like angry young dude thing going yeah. on, like a little too much. But yeah, he'd be real good. It really depends on the direction we want to go in. If we're going sure. in a more Nolan-y direction, I feel like like <laughs> the beef is definitely like the direction right. to go. But if we're going a little bit lighter, a little bit more sort of comedy, um, and Andrew certainly Randall's for sure. Andrew Randall's, um, yeah. obviously, we we can make anyone who can't sing sing. But right, Randall's already can't sing, so we, we we'd be able to save our god juice. Sure, um, that's right. It's not a it's not a totally painless process. No. In, injecting these people with talents that they don't already have. Um, Certainly not. So nice that we don't have to do that. <laughs> um. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So we've got we've got our our A one A and A one B options for 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 yeah. Robin slash Dick. Yeah. Um. I like that. Are we? Yeah, dude. Are we at the big man? We're at the big man. The Shit. man himself. Okay. Um. So, I have loads of ideas. I don't know if we, I have like the the nut idea, you know, but I yeah. have just ideas, you know. I have three ideas off the top of my head. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first because I feel like you're definitely going to be the one to crack this nut. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Um, Keanu Reeves. Oh, he'd be so good. <laughs> he would be great. He'd be great. He has that, like, especially since it's like, I don't know at what point his soul was crushed, but like... <laughs> 
at some point that happened. I can't really pinpoint yes. the moment, but it happened at some point. Um, it totally did. That and when <laughs> when that happened, when he became sad, Keanu, uh, <laughs> sad it, Keanu. it 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 kind of you know, uh, yeah, like he became he became the Batman. Um, right. And I have a few others, I guess, like Chris Jackson from. Hamilton and from in the Heights and from you know from Moana oh and, and other things like he's got that first of all the, he's just he's George Washington in Hamilton right first right of all. he he has this kind of moral authority I'm not sure he has the darkness exactly but yeah, yeah. um man his voice is awesome I but love it, it, he's but the voice is almost like that's the closest thing that I think that I've heard to like how I want Batman to sound just right. like. Be, like beautiful and like forceful but also you know anyway um yeah. so so yeah there's that um and i have one more but i'll i'll, I'll save it just in case i need to counter what you've got <laughs> okay let's see so i have a few names down here um first name i have is billy crudup oh my god yes i mean you know what not, I, mean? I mean i don't know about for batman really but like yes generally like I almost want to give him rock status. I want to put him in everything. Right. <laughs> I love Billy Crudup. I love like yeah, he is. Great. I love that dude so much. I also yeah. met him when I was when I was like very young, and like he was super nice. And I was like, oh, you're the you rule. Like, and I nice. yeah. so ever since then I've like I haven't met him since, but like ever right. since I was like, oh man, that guy's great. And he was in Arcadia. <laughs> Um, yeah, and was uh, and was great. He's a good actor. I saw um, him in Pillow Man. That was such a good play. Oh, dude, I missed that one. Oh so my good. god, I bet that was so good. <sighs> I almost think he'd be a good Commissioner Gordon. He would be. Yeah, and now that I see it, he would totally be a Commissioner Gordon. There's something um, to like. He's got a humor to him. He's got like a there's a there's a smirkingness to him. That maybe yeah. maybe is right for Batman, but like I feel like Batman like doesn't have quite as much of a sense of humor. I don't know. Right. Um. What else? Um, oh, let's see, I have yeah Patrick Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I think he'd be good. S- yeah, still a little soft, I guess. <laughs> like, I mean, not like physically, but you know what I mean. Like, he's got like right, kind of right. a. The, these are these are two guys, which is to their credit, like they're vulnerable. You know, there's like a vulnerability yeah, to both true. of them. Um. Yeah. I was thinking John Hamm. John Hamm. Dude, you know? he's he already kind of looks like a superhero. He has a superhero chin to be and he, sure. And he's got he's 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 haunted AF, you know? Right. He's right. just like I mean, he just looks he just looks like like he's, you know, just coming from like, you know, a crime scene or something. Like Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um like just coming from like accidentally murdering a family member. Like, right. <laughs> he's got that sort of like caged, pursued look in his eye. Right. Um. So. Um. Okay. Dude, I um, think I like Keanu Reeves as Batman. <laughs> okay, I do. I too, keep on actually. thinking that. Me too. That has not. Yeah. That has not left my mind. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'm glad. Okay, yeah. I I like that. You know what I like about Keanu, is that he's at once like he he conveys he conveys like emotion and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> he can act but right at, at the same time his face is completely opaque and unreadable <laughs> somehow right i don't He's know how he manages to do both but he does right um which maybe make him a really good batman yeah. um 
yeah, I kind of dig this, man. I'm, yeah, me too. I'm into this. I'd watch um, the hell out of this show. I would. I would. Um, I guess for this, we've kind of more gone in, in more of like, we've got less than making, like, maybe when we come back next week, we can, mm-hmm. um, we can sort of let the people in on, on like the directions that we decided to go into some of these sort of more ambiguous choices. Like, I don't know if we ever landed <laughs> right. on something with the music right. and there's a right. few very divergent ways we could have, we could handle that. Sure. Um, but I don't know. Um, uh, but like from what we do have set up, I like. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, just for the sake of, uh, your, like, satisfying your curiosity, because I know you want to know my other ideas for Batman, I'm just going to read them off. I do. I definitely do. Okay. So, beside Billy Crudup, Patrick Wilson, uh, I think Brian Darcy James, if we bulked him up a bit, get him on a workout plan. Yeah. I think he'd kick ass. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, like a young Kevin Costner, I'd be down for. Um, and... Patrick Warburton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, another, yet another right. living superhero, you know, like kind of a thing. Um, right. But uh, yeah, that would be, that would be funny. Like if we were to go full <laughs> tilt into the comic. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and I know, you know, I know that we're not, you know, we are, we are producers in this. We're, we're not even so much producers. We're visionaries. In this, of course, yes. In this undertaking, so we're right. not writers, you know. We're not, we're not coming up with like how, what is this story going to entail exactly? But do you have an idea? Like, is it just going to be, is it going to be an extant Batman arc that has already existed, or is it more like just telling the story of Batman from scratch and and having right. him encounter all of these figures, um, sort of in the course of a of a new story that we're telling. Uh, right with that man i mean it could be i have i mean we do a whole if we do like a cycle thing again if we make it a whole day affair right (laughs) if we do an origin story it worked for space jam man so there's no reason yeah yeah absolutely um though i i think we i think it's safe to assume that people know about batman and would at least know how he came to be in the sense that his parents were killed by somebody. So we don't need to belabor the origin story. I don't, I don't think we do. You know, I I think it could just be a slice in the crime fighting life of, of, uh, of Batman and how we present the story. Um, casual, casual (laughs) puttering around uh, his apartment, you know, right. Ordering, ordering Chinese food. Right. You know, just sort of like December 24th, 9 PM Eastern (laughs) standard time. That's right. That's right. (laughs) The the suit is like hanging on a hook. He's right. just like puttering around his, in his underwear. Here's my one thing, Joe, sure. and I want to address with you because yeah. I am I'm so knocked out by our success. Right. Um, but I feel like it creates it's created an, an expectation um, mm-hmm. that we're gonna have to continue. We're gonna have to. Um, you know, we can't have flops. We can't have a dud. Like we have a brand now to maintain. Yeah. And right. the first show that we did, um, the first the, the 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 hook musical had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it had a a, a youthed up 
Dustin Hoffman. It had yeah. Gene Wilder back from the dead. Uh, yeah. We had Bruno Mars live on stage. We had like mm-hmm. we had some like major major selling points that allowed us to charge the insane prices that we charge, <laughs> uh, right. and to have three concurrent companies uh, uh, running in New York on Broadway for right. the first time in history. Uh, for the second one, we had live NBA players. Right. Uh, you know, some of the most famous athletes in the world. <laughs> Um, right. ab- abandoning their craft to come, sure. you know, to be part of our of our project. Right. I, and, and again, like no problem selling these tickets. I wonder <laughs> if Keanu Reeves is the like is quite the same kind of box office draw. Keanu Reeves, right. Alec Baldwin, like we've got some stars. Yeah. I I, I wonder if there's any kind of like, uh, you know what it is. I think we'll be fine. Do you know why? Because what? we have The Rock killing a dude every night. We do every and night, even though we're not, we're even though we're not admitting to that, and we're in fact we're not like you know that's that is going that reality is going to like it's going to seep out to like the dark web, and of people are, people are going to want to pay a lot of money to basically see like a snuff a snuff musical. Oh yeah, dude. You know what I mean? So we're it, it's going to make the 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 composition of our audience rather non traditional. <laughs> Right, that's very true. It's just gonna be like a bunch of like <laughs> weird, like you know, sketchy, leering-looking, you know, people, like you know, right? Who, <laughs> but um, but definitely we will offload these tickets. So I maybe. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not we're not shutting down an industry this time, unfortunately. Um, oh, I was know. hope I was hoping that you could find some way for us to do that. I don't know. I mean, we we I mean, I have an idea for. Uh, the cast party. Oh, tell me that we're party. inconveniencing the world again. Uh, pretty close. It's we're taking over Roosevelt Island and remaking it as Gotham City, and the opening night party is gonna be there. That's so good, Joe. That's seriously <laughs> you know I mean? that's seriously a great idea, and I'm scared that you <laughs> thought of that. That's like really really <laughs> awesome because. You you obviously from the many years living in New York, you've been to Roosevelt right. Island. Roosevelt oh, yeah. Island, yeah. and to those of you listening at home who have not been to Roosevelt Island, it is like it is this, it is the centrally planned, uh, like sort of city within a city. In mm-hmm. it's on an island in the river in between Queens and Manhattan, and has its yeah. own sort of like self-contained like, has a couple of grocery stores. It has a Starbucks. It has a couple of bars, and right. it has all of these these high rises that were all built around the same time. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like if it's like a sea monkey town. It's like, it's like, Oh, I've yeah. been the city for my sea monkeys. You know? <laughs> and so it has a very kind of like soundstage sort of like Gotham city, the way Gotham city is portrayed sort right. of quality to it. Um, would we be at least temporarily vacate like, or, or, or evicting all of the people who live there? Uh, we'd have to put them up. Certainly we did. We'd, contract employ them as citizens of gotham city i think a few of them at least mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um they'll get paid handsomely i just want to make know, sure we're inconveniencing that. like a lot of people because that's become we are i mean that, it's that's on brand for us that is on brand we are um we are refacing loads of businesses as gotham city nice uh, you know businesses um so it's gonna be probably the most authentic largest representation of gotham city ever so nice. uh oh i like you know, that a gonna, lot you know what i mean it's gonna be tight um we're gonna have some batmobiles driving around 
could we release hardened criminals into the streets and then have have Batman like track them down? Do like a criminal scavenger hunt. Yeah, like except this. they're this real is... criminals and they're committing except real they're crimes. Except they're real criminals. <laughs> <laughs> that adds an element of danger, which there has to be an element of danger in any realistic representation of Gotham City. So yeah. Yeah, no, and this is like and this is definitely on brand for this project too, because right. we're already establishing like a, a verisimilitude of danger, sure. like or more than that, <laughs> the, the, the actual reality of mortal danger <laughs> into right. the theatrical, you know, process. So yeah. um, that would continue with that, you know, like you come Absolutely. to the Roosevelt Island. Can we make it like a weekly thing, like as part of it? Like if you if you buy premium tickets, you mm-hmm. also get to attend like that weekend's. Um, like Gotham City, like it becomes like almost like a reenactment or something. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude. Like it's just a weekly thing. Like we just like every every Saturday, we everyone on the island has to leave and we, we turn it into Gotham City. <laughs> right. Dude, people would eat that up. That'd they be would. awesome. To go watch that... a live crime show, like a crime happening and and people escaping and maybe getting caught, maybe not. Who knows? Oh, I like that a lot. No, that's actually a re- that may be better than the actual idea of any of the like the, the show that we're talking about. Like, right. <laughs> just the idea of taking over a like a piece of like urban landscape and right. actually having people like releasing dangerous people with ill intent into it, <laughs> and then having to stop them and it being right. a spectator sport. That's for like the purge, I guess. It is kind of the purge, but you know what? We're all we've always been taught. In as far as theater goes, like to raise the stakes, right? How yeah, yes, and. much higher can these stakes be now that we have criminals on the loose in Roosevelt Island? I think it's, I think it's a superb idea. I like that, and also like the purge is basically Trump is president. The purge is basically real. I mean, right. we're like it's we're basically almost real. there, right? So right. <sighs> oh man. Well, dude, I think uh, I feel like I yeah. said a lot of incriminating stuff tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we we might uh, we we haven't we haven't. You know what we I mean? Have, like we have, we have it, we have it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I've watched this show. This is, I think we need to get a good Batman musical. Um, it's about time it's this has happened. Surprise, it hasn't happened yet. But this, of course, yeah. history was waiting for us to do this. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Right, we are as the always. ones. Been, <laughs> as um, always, yes. I can't wait to hear how this does, man. Yeah, dude, I'll have a full report next week. Excellent, excellent. So, uh. Yeah, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Uh, not thank you, you obviously. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you at home for, for joining for joining Joe and I. And this is uh this has been Dreamcast Podcast. We will see you next week. Mm-hmm.